Welcome back to another episode of the SoFlow Vegans podcast. I'm your host and founder of SoFlow Vegans, Sean Russell. Now, this is our kickoff for season four. So it's officially our 31st episode, but season four, and we have an amazing season of interviews and conversations lined up in this episode we'll be going over some of the guests that we've already recorded and are ready to push out to you in the weeks to come but this episode is special not just because it's the new season we're going to be focusing on the coronavirus covid19 and things that you can do to stay safe during these times joining us on this podcast we have alba mendez our media coordinator as well as jackie tarleton who is an advisor with soflo vegans as well as one part of the plant chicks so stay tuned because this episode also has some huge announcements of things that are coming up with SoFlow vegans so you don't want to miss a minute of it thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy the show you are listening to the SoFlow vegans podcast hey everybody welcome back to the first episode of the brand new season of the So Flow Vegans podcast. And this time we wanted to do something a little different. We usually have lots of guests that come onto our show and we talk about a variety of different topics. But for this first episode to kick off the new season, I wanted to bring my favorite people on so we could talk about what's happening right now in the world. And I know you probably can't escape it right now, but we're, our goal with this episode is to provide you with some information, share kind of what's been going on with us behind the scenes, as well as get you excited about the new season that we've been working on. I know it's been a while since you've heard an episode of the Soul Flow Vegans podcast, but we still have been recording behind the scenes. So we'll talk about that a little bit later, but enough of me talking. Let's introduce our co-host for this episode and we're actually going to go with Jackie first. Jackie, introduce yourself for people who haven't may have been a while since they've heard you on our episodes. What's up SoFlow Vegans? It's so great to be here again. Jackie Tarleton, co-founder of Plant Chicks, formerly a registered dietitian, currently a health coach, and we help women get off bad diets onto sustainable lifestyles and I'm super excited to be here. And you guys are going to die when you hear all the stuff that we're going to be talking about today and the incredible people that are going to be on the podcast this season. Happy to be here. And we're happy to have you here. And if you want to check out some of the podcasts that Jackie was on previously, we actually had her and her co-founder for Plant Chicks, Marcia Prince, on an episode where we talk exclusively about the Plant Chicks. We'll drop it in the show notes. And she also joined us for the Dr. Michael Clapper episode where she where we pretty much picked his brain completely dry. By the end of the episode, we had to give him a lot of water so he could stay hydrated. Um, so with that being said, we're going to go to our co-host. You probably heard a lot in our podcast, Alba. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the special edition of the SoFlow Vegans podcast. Happy to be here, like always. So I want to get started with Alba. Because Alba, she she goes by the veg nurse, which means she's a nurse and she's also vegan. And she's on the front lines right now with this coronavirus epidemic, COVID-19. What has been your experience working in the hospital, taking care of these patients? 
Well, I want to make a correction, uh, Sean, and the rest of the listeners and our viewers. Right now, yes, I am a nurse. Everybody knows that. Uh, the thing is that I am not right now currently, at least Florida, is not in the curve of where we are compared to New York or where Washington was a couple of weeks ago. So technically, I am not at the forefront just yet. Um, currently, right now, at least my hospital and other hospital systems around South Florida are still waiting for that curve where we're, we're going to be getting the influx of patients that are sick or we're unfortunately going to get the influx of people who are dying, like for what New York is going through right now. Um, so I do come from an ER background. I have gone to the ER to keep my skills up because I did technically leave the emergency room about two and a half years ago when I went into the cath lab. But, you know, I get bored easily, so I usually like to go downstairs. So right now I'm kind of like switching back and forth between cath lab and ER. To answer your question, currently, I don't know about any other hospital system, but at least my hospital, and for privacy reasons, I'm not going to say which hospital system I work, just know, be aware that it is in the South Florida area. Um, like most other hospitals, elective surgery has completely been stopped. Unless it's an emergency, unless literally you have something that has ruptured or you're actively bleeding or you are actively getting cancer treatment, then yes, we are coming in and doing that. Um when it comes to the other hospital workers that are finding themselves, because there's many of them who are finding themselves going home early, they're sending them early to save on equipment, save on time. Many of them are helping if the in the ICU, for example. If you come from an ICU background before coming into the surgery, OR, or cath lab, so they're more what we call the forefront because we do have confirmed cases of the COVID-19 who are on ventilators, who are on certain medications, and um, they're still utilizing those skills of ICU critical care instead of being in the OR. So, so right now you mentioned um, it's not as heavily, we're not getting the rush right now that a lot of other places are getting. If someone's listening to this right now and they're not quite sure on what to do if they do start getting sick, what, what advice would you have? And this is for anyone right now, because I'm sure there's a lot of information out there that we right. all have consumed. Right now, what we are telling everybody, and thank God that uh, Governor DeSanti said, stay home, pretty much stay home. And if you are going to go out or anything like that, then do it very limitless and stay obviously the distance. Because the reason why, and a lot of people don't understand, why do I have to stay six feet? Well, the reason is this virus, this sickness, this illness, it is droplet precaution. So that means that when people sneeze or cough, little droplets, and they tend to travel up to six feet or so. So if you're breathing that in, it can go straight into the breathing mechanism of the body or anything like that. That's the reason why we're saying stay six feet away. That's what we're saying. Cover your mouth. And it's not only to prevent other people getting sick, but that's just rude. You don't want to get splashed. That's nasty. Agree. Yeah, you don't want to get splashed. No. So, and um, another thing that uh, if you have, if you do follow me on social media, you'd have seen that I did a rant uh, not too long ago about people wearing gloves outside and touching everything. Think about it like this. As a nurse, even let's say, Sean, you're there for surgery. I'm changing just on you. I'm changing my gloves between three to four times just on you. I don't use one set of gloves for one patient. Because if I'm touching your groin, if I'm touching your foot and you're sweaty, for example, then I'm touching the computer, then I'm touching the equipment. So a lot of these people that are going to the grocery stores or other essential places, they're wearing the same 
gloves for everything. And I've seen them touching their mouth with their saliva. I've seen them pick their nose and then pick up produce and put it back. Yeah. And then I've also seen them touching their phones. And we all know that people read in the bathroom with their phones. So if you look at studies and everybody knows this, you're going to find fecal material or other nasties on your phone. So if you're touching that with these gloves, you're actually spreading it. So please, I am begging you, don't wear gloves. And if you are going to wear gloves, please make sure you're bringing three to four. So if you're actively touching your mouth or picking your nose, ooh, you know what? Let me change them and touch them. No. Beyond that, don't wear gloves. Number one, it's rude, I think. And I could be um, right now like hit over the head for this because some people think that, oh, okay, well, I'm wearing my gloves. I'm protecting myself. Actually, no, you're not because a lot of these people are also not changing their gloves or taking them off when they get in their cars. Wow. Wow. No. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I, it was always in the back of my head with the glove situation. It's like, okay, I think I get why you're supposed to wear it. But at the same time, it's like, I'm only wearing one pair. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm careful not to touch my face, but at the same time, it's like, it's not disappearing once it magically touches my glove. So like where, so no. I'm, I'm glad you, you mentioned that. Um, so let me ask you this then, this question. One of the big things I'm coming up against is, Yes, we're supposed to be sanitized, obviously washing your hands the proper way. And I'm going to ask you, Jackie, I've seen a couple, couple of videos and things of you about hand washing. I want you to talk about some good techniques. Um, but I can't find cleaning supplies. I can't find like things in the supermarket. So like, what am I supposed to do when I don't have a basin to wash my hands? Um, right now, okay, so the crazy started, what, about a month ago when everybody started buying the paper toilet, the paper towels, and they started taking all the sanitizer. That was, I think, based on fear, and I blame the media a lot for that. The media does give us good information, but sometimes they have a way because they're trying to increase ratings and sensationalism. So um, they're like, oh, this virus, we need this, we need that. So people follow that and they go half crazy. Listen, guys, whoever's listening to us and watching us, paper towel and paper toilet is not going to save you from the virus. Let me just tell you that right now. Unless you're what, Jackie, you're a big fan of fiber. Unless you're going to be eating multiple fibers and pooping five, six, seven times, that's probably the only time that you're going to need toilet paper. Okay, let's be real. Unless you have a good day like my bathroom has, you guys, and I'm we don't even need toilet paper. How about them apples? Correct. <laughs> right. So that's not going to do anything. Uh, I've seen that it has gotten better. Even when I go to the store now, there is toilet paper, which I found. Um, pretty much bring your own little sanitizer if you're able to get it. You should be able to get it on some stores now, which is actually good because the hype kind of quote has kind of gone down. But call ahead. I've learned that that kind of helps a little bit to call ahead. The store is like, hey, do you have hand sanitizer? Hey, um, do you have something or other? And even if it's a small little bottle, you can get that. And I think and pretty much washing your hands as much as you can. But that's the whole purpose of staying home. Don't give yourself yeah, that I opportunity that you need to wash your hands. And I do think a lot of stores are now limiting the quantity that you can yep. get at these things. So I think that hand sanitizers and toilet paper and these different necessities, they're being stocked a little bit better in most stores and locations. Yeah. But I like your suggestion and calling ahead, being the first one there when it first opens, when it's right. your age range of time to go shopping. And only go, out, only go out as necessary due to the fact that, you know, some people don't realize that they're spreading it because again, like I mentioned, they're touching certain orifice in the body and they might be carriers. They're not aware. Um, 
And you don't want to be caught in that type of situation. And if you have to say something, speak up. I found myself doing that when I was at Publix. There were glove-wearing people. They were touching the credit card machine. And I had my wipes. And I did said, excuse me, can I just wipe this down? The cashier said, no, no, no. We'll do it for you. Just request it from us anytime you come. And I was like, okay. It doesn't hurt to ask, especially in a situation like this. I've also, not, not to be rude, but... I even told one lady one time, uh, ma'am, if you're going to cough, at least cover your mouth because I'm like right next to you. Please. Mm-hmm. This is when it's important that we do speak up because this is our health that we're talking about. And I think it's good that you were vocal at that point. And Marcia, like she's been shopping in the grocery store and people aren't six feet away. This is before the grocery stores have tape on the floor. And oh, yeah. she was like, back up. Back up. Back your ass up. Well, I don't think anybody wants to say anything to a five foot nine bl- blonde. Like, <laughs> I would her if I was, she told me, ah, uh, back off. I'd be like, yes, yes, ma'am, right now. One of the things that I actually did that I would recommend other people doing, like to your, whatever your local supermarket is, because um, we're no product placement here, so I won't name any, but whoever your local supermarket is, I went to a stock clerk and I asked them, when's the best time to come in for? fresh supplies. And they told me 10 o'clock for that particular store. It's probably not the same everywhere. So finding that out is also probably a good way. So you're not just wasting your time, putting yourself at risk, going to the supermarket for to not get those supplies that you still need or haven't been able to purchase. So that's something else you might want to try. Okay. So, um, so how have both of you been staying healthy during this time? Because I know it's, it's very tempting, probably not for you two, but very tempting for certain people <laughs> um, to, to, to not necessarily follow the best um, regimen in terms of the types of foods you eat. So what are, what are you two specifically been doing? So you guys, some th- this is, I'm, I'm going to talk about a couple different things. So in terms of staying healthy, the best things, like Alba said, I want to reiterate what she's saying stay home, hashtag stay the F home. And with, if we're not going out, then we can't spread it to everyone else. We should also act like we have the virus so that we don't infect other people. Uh, Miami Beach now has an order where you have to wear a mask anytime you go outside. So now I am starting to wear a mask as soon whenever I go outside. But just like Alba was talking about with the gloves, you don't want to touch the front of the mask. And if you do touch the front of the mask, you either need to take it off, replace it, or wash it. So you have to be really careful with the mask as well. So staying home, wearing a mask, only going out for essential items. I'm working out at home, you guys. Exercise is one of the best things that you can do for your gut microbiome. So I'm working out uh, inside. Sometimes my husband and I will go outside, take the workout outside, but it's usually inside because we do workouts from YouTube. And let me tell you, this is a fun time for my husband and I to bond together because we're doing these workouts together and it's a lot of fun. And then nutrition, obviously that's my, that's my jam, but nutrition, eating more plants, the American gut project, they talk about getting 30 unique plants in a week. Mm -hmm. People are like super excited about like the superfoods, this and superfood that, but legit, the best thing you can do is eating the 30 and a lot of my plant-based doctors. So now here at Plant Chicks, we, we recommend 40, four zero different unique plants every week. So I'm bathing my gut microbiome again, building up my immunity through my nutrition, my fitness, and then connecting is the other way. 
So I get up, I have a whole morning routine where I do some prayer, some meditation, reading. It's like an hour of this like chill, amazing time. And then at 8.30 in the morning, I get on a Zoom call with anywhere between 15 and 30 women. And if I miss a morning, I'm getting texted by all these women. It's so incredible. Alba and I just had a Zoom call this morning, our vegan breakfast with our plant-based people here. And it was so incredible. So Zoom has been amazing or FaceTime or whatever kind of video conferencing or video calls you can do because it's so nice. Like here we're on a Skype call. So I feel like I'm with Sean and Alba and it's so amazing. And there's, it just is really good for connection. So health is so much more than just the food and the fitness and the fun. It's also right now staying home. So if you have loved ones in the area, like this is actually a, a time when I'm glad that my parents don't live here because if they did, I would want to go and see them, but it, I would actually be showing them more love by not going to visit my elderly parents and staying home and just helping them from afar, maybe having food delivered to their house or something like that. But it's really, really crucial that we stay home, wash our hands, wear a mask if we go outside, exercise, eat a variety of plants, whatever you do, eat more plants. Take out the processed junk food, the vegan junk food, eat more real whole plant foods and connect with people. Get on calls, but audio or video calls, I mean, and those are my tips. <laughs> All right. And Alba? Well, I don't know if I have tips that uh, Jackie hasn't mentioned already because pretty much is what I do anyways, but I do have to say this to my fellow um I guess medical professionals, and it could be anywhere from the paramedic to even the people that clean the rooms. They, I also give them props for them because they're the ones cleaning away the filth after we move that patient out or that patient has expired, unfortunately. But um, I do have to say this, on the days that I do go to the hospital, I make sure that I load up a lot on my wellness shots, which is cayenne pepper, ginger, a lot of those uh, shots just to boost my immune system. Um, and I have to mention this. A lot of my coworkers are like, well, you know, she's vegan, so no virus is going to get her. I, hey, you know what? I have gotten sick in the past. I have never had the flu. I can say that um, with all honesty. Never had the flu. I didn't even know what that was, but I do come from a different country, So, but I've never had the flu. I had very bad colds. I even had strep throat one time of a patient who did cough in my face. Hence the reason why I said... Do not do that. Please be polite. Please be nice. Do not cough on people. And if you are, like I said, scoot. But I did get sick super bad for over two weeks. My boyfriend, thank God, was very kind to me. I was on very heavy antibiotics, which, I again, I don't take anything. And But I had to be on very heavy antibiotics. And that threw my flora. It, it was a very bad time for me. It was a, a, about a month of over-recovery that I had to get back into it. So um, on the days that I'm off... It's just like Jackie said, um, still have my green juice in the morning, meditate, exercise, because when the more you exercise, your immune system does get boost up. So that's good for you. Drink lots of agua, 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 and um, connect with your loved ones. Um, my boyfriend right now, uh, my boyfriend Jose is in Texas right now, working in the hospitals as well over there. So he's a paramedic. So for us, Zoom calls, FaceTime, or anything like that has helped a lot. It helps us to connect in a whole different way. And you might feel isolated. I know I was because all of you guys know I love to go out. I love going out to dinner. I miss my friends. I love concerts, whatever. So anything that you can do probably outside. If you have a small balcony like I do, um, I just recently ordered 
some furniture from Ikea that I'm waiting on. So I'm going to wipe all the bat, all the boxes down before they arrive here and set it up outside so at least I can get some fresh air. Mm -hmm. Those are, I mean, I don't know if those are tips, but those are what I do to keep my sanity. <laughs> um, and um, Jackie will tell you, and again, if you do follow me on social media, you'll see me dancing around with my coworkers. We keep the six feet distance still, even between us somewhat, as much as possible with our equipment on, and just dance around. Send some good endorphins down your, your body, down your system. So, so we talked about some things, some ways that we're thriving during these times. Uh, but a lot of people, when they're searching on the internet, you know, looking at all these different feeds, you can get bombarded with a lot of negativity, a lot of doom and gloom. So I want to mm -hmm. shift the scales a little bit and talk about what are some of the positive things that you've seen come out of this situation that we're in. Let's 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 stop talking a little bit about all of the negativity. Let's what what are some of the positive outcomes of this shift in our world? What I've seen, at least in my, in my experience, uh, a lot of the influencer friends of ours, a lot of the people who are on, on the spotlight, they have gone together and they have made either a post or a story um, encouraging their followers to donate the protective equipment that we need, for example, let it, let it, you be in Ohio, or if you are in California or here in Florida, um, I got to give props to them. And like Will Brooks from Ohio, we did an interview with him. He was on one of my blog interviews and he was like, he made a post and he was able to get some people to donate to their local hospital. So in a way it's bringing that influence that you have certain followers or your own celebrity that you're trying to help as much as possible. Um, I've seen in the news, people are coming together to get meals for people who are in financial issues and financial troubles. And myself, um, again, shout out to Chef Ty. He cooked for me and he brought it to the hospital. They didn't allow him in, but he brought it, um, they brought it up, security brought it up to my floor. So, you know, thank you, Chef Ty. I loved your empanadas. They're really good. And care packages that people are giving to the hospital. Um, other businesses are knocking on our doors and be like, hey, can we give you guys lunch? Just as a, as a thank you for what you guys are doing. So I've noticed a lot of gratitude, a lot of gratitude for what we're doing, but a lot of gratitude that some people are still healthy and one way or the other people helping each other, which mm -hmm. I love. You know, and I've noticed that it's almost like this universe needed a pause button and this is exactly what we've gotten. We've gotten a pause button and people are slowing down and they're reconnecting with what's important. We're not able to go out as much. So we're not, we, we're not so bombarded by things and we can actually slow down and be present and really internalize and learn and grow. And I literally just got a text before we got on this call. And one of my girlfriends, she's like, I think I'm kind of digging this because people... I'm part of so many different meditation groups right now, and so many people are really learning and growing and bonding, and just the connection. I can even say my husband and I are connecting on a deeper level than what we have in a long time, and this has just been the past three weeks, but there is a funny YouTube video. What's the redhead guy, the comedian? Caratop. Not Caratop. I can't remember his name. I'll have to find the link and send it to you. Yes. Okay. I don't know what he his name. He does this funny video about like this, the quarantine and relationships is the husband and the wife. And I forwarded it to my husband and he was dying laughing. He's like, I can totally see some similarities because in the video, the wife is like, 
let's do something together. And the husband is like, dude, we're on a 24 hour date. How can we do anything more together? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what do you want to do now? And he's like, Hey, it's kind of funny. We're having a lot of fun though. We also have, like, we have to give our, each other our own room in the house, which we're doing. And I have to say, I work from home and it's been really nice because my husband has been very, he's been very respectful of my time. So during the day, during the week, I, he literally leaves me alone and we work out together. We watch movies together, but I've just seen a lot of connections really strengthen. And I think I've actually really enjoyed this quarantine, to be honest. And some people are actually doing improvements on their homes. I, I know that I've been working on my little garden a little bit more because I don't have time. That's what, you know what, Jackie, maybe that's the reason why I kill the plants because I never have time for them. Correct. <laughs> yes. So I've been learning a little, so I've been watching, I, I've been learning a new skill, which I, anybody who's close to me knows that I can keep animals alive. Everybody knows I have my little baby over here, which is happens to be Kona. The official dog of Sofla Vegans. She's alive and happy and thriving, but with my plants, it's like, eh. <laughs> I got a new skill of having to bring them. And that is one thing. I'm glad you brought up a new skill or new hobby. Like, take that time, take this yeah. time when we have a little bit more time available. Learn a hobby, learn a language, learn a new skill. This is that we, ne there's, we never have this time. So now we finally have this time where we get to slow down and just be. So now's the time to do whatever it is on your bucket list that you wanted to get done that doesn't require travel or whatever. So this, the, I think this is actually just, it's coming at a much needed time where we really did need to just like pause and breathe and just be. Mm -hmm. And another thing too is, I don't know if you've seen like the reports or the articles, but a lot of the, the environment is starting to heal itself. A lot of the waterways are becoming clear. The ozone layer is starting to slowly repair itself. I think I look at it like the um, the Earth put us in a timeout. You know, it was a fever. You know, and it's all these signs have been showing itself where it's like now I can I can repair all the damage that's been done. And my hope is that we get to see that we were the direct cause of everything that's been happening and we can come up with solutions on how to make this a sustainable way of living once the threat has dissipated you know that's my hope and i feel like with a lot of the um going back to the skills as well people now have the time to go on youtube go to corsica go to these different places and learn the things they've always wanted to learn like i'm a huge um, proponent for content creators because everyone, a lot of people have a story they want to tell, something that they want to share. Now is the opportunity to learn those skills so you can use the medium that everyone's consuming right now to share that story. So everything I echo everything that you're, both of you are saying, and I'm excited to see. You know, Obviously, I, I would love us, for us to get back to normal where we can actually be in the same room as each other. And if this is the new normal... Now, how do we thrive and continue to grow during this time? Before I move on to the next thing, because we have a lot of exciting things going on with SoFlo Vegans, and I want us to get into it and share what we have brewing. Uh, but anything that we may have left off, because I do want this to be a service to people who want to be able to get all the information together in terms of you know how to thrive during this time. 
There is one thing I want to say that we are doing with Plant Chicks. We are starting the 30-day challenge. It's going to be going on this month. It's a 30-day challenge, and it's all nutrition, fitness, it's connection, it's co it's everything that we just talked about, ways to improve our gut microbiome, feel healthy, feel healthier, get healthier, feel better, and we want to roll this out. SoFlo Vegans has a link, so make sure you sign up for the 30-day challenge with the SoFlo Vegans link. And let's get through this together. We're going to hashtag uh, plant chicks, P-L-A-N-T-C-H-I-C-S. And this is going to be a time to really thrive and get connected during this quarantine. Awesome. So make sure you check out the links that we'll be putting on our show notes page. So fullvegans.com slash podcast. If you're listening to this on all of the multiple platforms where we are available. And since we are talking about the podcast, perfect segue, boom. Um, I want to talk about the, all of the guests that we have lined up. Now, in the past, we're on, we're, this is season four right now, the SoFlo Vegans podcast. And yeah, in, buddy. in the past, the way we've been recording is we probably be one or two episodes in advance. So we couldn't really talk about all of the guests that we have because sometimes, you know, schedules change, things happen, and we have to reschedule. I'm happy to say that we have a long list of people that we're going to be featuring on season four that have already been recorded. So what that means for you is we can start talking about them more in episodes. So we can say, hey, the next episode is going to be this person because we know for sure it's going to be that person. So we're going to go over the list of people that we have right now for the new pod, for this new season of the podcast. Obviously, this is the first episode of the podcast of this season, but we have our second interview with Dr. Neil Barnard coming up. We have Dr. Sam Miami, who is a good friend to SoFlo Vegans. And the, chiro the official chiropractor of SoFlo Vegans. <laughs> and we have Badass Vegan, Karen Calabrese, Vegan Model, Marco Antonio Rejil. Oh, yay! You got it right! <laughs> to know that. We just finished doing an interview, which was a fascinating interview not to say the other ones other ones weren't fascinating but this is a subject matter we haven't really just talked about damian mander who's also known as the vegan sniper he was in a shared some amazing stories about um, his near-death encounters with animals, animals. in, in yeah. africa so look out for that one and um, dr bolshewicz he likes to be known as dr b there you yeah, Doctor Will be. There, there Love you. Him. So we have a few more, but because we haven't recorded them yet, we don't want to announce it. So the last two, we will announce once we have it fully recorded, and those will be the final two episodes of the season. So I gotta give you props because those are some mad, amazing people that you're interviewing. And in previous seasons, this season, it's like you keep upping the ante, and I love it. I love, love, love the people that you get on the podcast and I love the way you guys interview. Kudos. Um, what my, my thought process of getting all these guests on, on our podcast or anything like that is because I'm always looking for that edge, maybe a little hint of controversy because some of these have um, stories to tell and I want to hear it. Plus they also have something to teach us. So that's why I'm like, and they know I I'm pushy. Mm -hmm. If you oh, yeah. 
tell and I want it, believe me, I will be slipping in your DMs. I will call your mom if I find her number so she can give me your direct number. I will get there. So let me ask you guys something. I'm going to start with you, Alba. Ooh. Who, what was one of your favorite interviews and why this season so far? You can't do that. You can't put me on the spot. <laughs> Because almost some of us are friends, and I'm going to get phone calls later if they hear this. <laughs> so, no, you know what? I will tell you which one is the most unique. I, I can tell you that right now. I love all of our doctors, all of our other influencers and friends, but truthfully, Damian Mander was one that was an eye opener due to the fact that he's doing something that a lot of us cannot even fathom doing. And it took for it has taken close to a year to get him on the podcast as we discussed this at last year when we met him in West Palm Beach when he was here on tour. And it has taken a year just to get a yes out of him. And not because he didn't want to, it's because he works so many hours training the the soldiers, the Rangers that he has. Um, because they're also checking, and again, you will listen to this in our podcast when when his episode drops, but they're, they're constantly filtering rumor from fact and fiction when it comes to poachers, when it comes to people getting bushmeat, things like that. So it is a constant 24-hour work for him, he says. That's why it was very hard. Plus, since he's in Zimbabwe, it's a six-hour more than Florida, for example. So, it you know, the time difference didn't help. So it was a... Um, I want to say a blessing that we were able to get him. We had to wake up super early, but I was like, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. wow. and, and he apologized. He was like, I'm sorry. I couldn't get back to it. I was like, no, 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 no. The whole point Amazing. is we're here. Yeah. So that was the most unique, I want to say interview and very open. Um, he was willing to answer any question that we had. So very happy. And how about you, Sean? What was one of your like, well, I'm, One I'm, of your highlights I'm, from I'm the season. I'm going to cheat a little bit, and I'm going to say some takeaways, some some moments that really, you know, stuck with me. Um, I'm going to start with Marco Antonio Rahil. It was his background in communications, and because it's fascinating, I mean, that's what I've devoted my entire life to, and to hear someone that has gone through so many different phases of his life and achieved some really huge things. And, and also finding ways to balance it with his vegan lifestyle and showing that integrity behind his, you know, what he stands for. That was, that really um, stuck with me. Another one was Karen Calabrese. Uh, just, I didn't know as much about her going into the interview. So it was really, I really got to dug, dig, dig in deep and find out some fascinating things about her. And she actually told me some things about myself in an interview as well. Um, so, so that I can't was, wait to hear that. So that was pretty cool. And um, I would also say the vegan motto, Philip Mangan, only because we did that one in person at Leaves and Roots. And really what was great about that podcast was the conversations I had before and after. Really getting to find out what he's about, what he's up to, and make that connection. It, you know, And being in these times right now, yes, we have virtual connections, but being able to be in the same room, same space as someone, it, you know, looking back, it reminds you how valuable that is. So I would say those are, obviously I can go into moments for all of the interviews that we've done, but I would say for the sake of time, those are some of the highlights I wanted to put out there as far as the podcast. 
Super mm -hmm. cool. I can't wait to listen to all the episodes. Yeah, this season we're we're moving a little towards less um, medicine and more to something that we haven't really done, animal activism modeling the fashion industry which is something that we haven't done and Karen Calabrese with her what 50 years as a vegan and 30 something odd years as a raw vegan so that part was what season four is just to give you a little bit is what's going to give you that different edge something different for you to listen to that it's really not being produced I want to say out with other podcasts so okay. So what I will say this, obviously, do some housekeeping here. If you want to listen to the podcast, it's available on all the major platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, Google, Apple. And I'm always looking for new platforms where we can put it out. We're going to be releasing them on YouTube as well, starting with the new season. Not everything has a video component, but we'll put as much content up there as possible. And then the other thing that I want to segue into... And first of all, if you want to find all the past episodes, go to soflowvegans.com slash podcast. That's where you'll find everything as long as long with links to all those platforms that I mentioned. Now, I'm going to segue into a new event that we're going to be doing because everyone gets to shift now. OK, so we're shifting into presenting our content in a way that is going to encourage people to get together ask questions, communicate with each other. And this is called the Soulful Vegans Virtual Expo. Now, what this is going to be is a three-day virtual event where we're going to be live streaming our content as well as mixing in some live discussions as well. So it may be us talking, it may be one of our guests coming on, but the main goal is to debut content that no one has ever seen before. So as a matter of fact, a lot of these podcasts that may not come out until May, June, you're going to be able to watch it on this live stream, watch the videos on this live stream. So you definitely want to make sure that you're available. And I didn't even mention the best part. I felt like our infomercial. You didn't mention the best part. <laughs> I didn't even mention the best part is that this is 100% free. It's free for you to attend, for you to enjoy so, you know, share, let people know about it, and then the content will eventually come up as our podcast and what have you. So the idea behind this is there's so much that we do, not even podcasts. We have content that we haven't put up. Um, we went to Miami Fruit. We did some things with the March for Lolita. These are content that we want to be able to present in a way that's just not going to get lost with the thousand of other things that are being uploaded to YouTube. So this is our opportunity to create a focal point every couple of months, make a big deal about it, involve a few people who may want to be a part of this. This is our way of painting a, so a spotlight on South Florida. Because if you don't know our mission, our mission is to help make South Florida a global hotspot for veganism. And that doesn't just mean only focusing on South Florida. That means speaking to the world and showing what's possible in our community. Whether you want to visit, whether you want to come live, South Florida is the place to be. And Can I just interject real fast right here? Because I think that this summer, a lot of people who are wanting to travel, a lot of people like to travel outside of the United States, but I don't think there's going to be a lot of international travel this summer. So vegans... Plant-based people, if you are looking for an amazing place to come, 
South Florida is your place because we've got some mad stuff going on down here. So make sure you vacation in South Florida this summer. When things get back to normal. <laughs> yes, when things get back to normal and we're over the physical distancing. Well, Thank you. Yes. Well, yeah, can you imagine? Oh, well, you know, Jackie Tarleton told us. <laughs> And it's like, we're still under quarantine, God forbid, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, when it's over, when it's over. And it's going to end. It will end. And when it ends, come to South yeah. Florida. I mean, this, this uh, for our viewers and our listeners, this virtual fair was the mastermind that we have tried to put together due to the fact that a lot of our events had to be canceled. And we had some amazing events and amazing things that we were going to be part of. But you know what? instead of thinking of the negative, oh my God, we're not gonna get to do this anymore. Well, what else can we do to still educate, to still bring the community together? Let you be vegan, omnivore, carnivore, whatever nor you are today. But this, this is the whole point. So you kind of, we're shifting our mentality to kind of accommodate with what we're living currently. Hopefully we'll be able to get some, to do some of the events because many of you guys have been, you guys go to our events a lot. Many of you guys want to listen to our podcast. You guys want to meet us in person or see what we are all about. So this virtual fair is going to give you still that opportunity to connect with SoFlow Vegan, still going to give you the education or even content that you want to escape for a little bit, but just not in a touchy-touchy world, more of a virtual one. This is going to be amazing. From the safety of your home, the safety of your couch. Mm -hmm. If you want to see the lineup, go to soflowvegans.com slash expo. And you'll see that it's happening April 24th through the 26th. You're like, wow, that's a short period of time. Well, the idea is I didn't want, we didn't want to prolong this. We didn't want to make this happen in June. You know, people are looking for things now. People are looking for information now. And my hope is that other people catch on and we have a, a lot of these sort of expos to jump in on and to and to participate. And it'd be great for us to get it out and, and um, lead the way. So mm -hmm. at sofovegans.com slash expo, the goal is to do this every quarter. So every, what is it, three months to have something like this. And really what it is, is it's just taking us, we're already creating this content. It's us, think of it this way. It's us debuting content that has never been seen before. Think like a Netflix drop, but adding the component of interactivity and some other cool things. Oh, I didn't even mention one of the coolest things about it. So the coolest, one of the coolest things is that we're doing a scavenger hunt. Now, you're like, what? A scavenger hunt? So this is what it's going to be. We're going to be working with a couple of other websites, but mainly SoFlo Vegans. And we're going to be dropping little clues, little breadcrumbs on different pages. And as you find this content, you'll be able to get some cool promos, some cool giveaways, different things. So it's more of a way for you to explore the content that we have, as well as get some cool promos and what have you. So we're doing this for the first time, the scavenger hunt, so we'll see what the reception is. And then the next time we'll do it, it'll be even bigger and grow from there. So that's the uh, other. Um, so the that you have, like fun. but you have to register though, you know, because we're going to be sending out information to people only people who register. So go to sofovegans.com/expo, register. It's all on one page, and then you'll start receiving communications about the event as well as future events that are coming up. Bye.
So before we close out, uh, we've actually been working on something really cool. We mentioned earlier, um, and some of you already know, that Alba also goes by the Veg Nurse. So Alba, what is what have you been working on? Like, what can people expect to see? We're, gonna, we're making a big announcement right now. We've not we've not mentioned this anywhere else. So Alba, talk about what's the cool project you've been working on. Well, I'm super excited, guys, because uh, Sean, myself, and Jackie, um, we also put our heads together, and I thought that it would be time for me to have my own blog as well, which is going to be part of SoFlow Vegans. You guys already know that I've done blog interviews for SFV, but um, nothing in regards to me as the veg nurse. And since I'm in the hospital all the time, I've been interviewing some other great medical professionals as well, things that you want to know is the experience of a nurse from the eyes of a nurse. So it's going to be called obviously the veg nurse blog. Um, Sean has been supporting that blog as well. Um, so I've gotten a lot of support It's going to be a mixture of experiences as a nurse stories that maybe you might be a little cringy to hear, but there tends to be a lot of fun because we have a good laugh about it afterwards. Um, what is going on in the vegan world mixing with the nursing world and also adding on education, 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 edu education is one of the big um, important things when it comes to, I think, to any healthcare professional, especially when you live in this lifestyle, that's very important to me. And after heart attacks, after any type of strokes, I find myself educating. And this is something that I want to put in this blog. So if you are curious about what it's like to be a vegan nurse, in a non-vegan world, then please go to my blog. It's going to be dropped soon. We're just working on a couple of articles that I want to post through. So the purpose of the blog, some of the components that are going to have there are obviously my experiences working in the field as a nurse, as a vegan nurse as well, how I met Sean and I got involved in the SoFlo Vegans world, how I met Jackie. You get to see a little bit about that. But mainly it is going to be nursing, veganism, and what is going on in the vegan world as well, but on the medical side, but not from a doctor's perspective, but from a nurse's perspective. And it's gonna be called the Veg Nurse Blog. Soon to be dropped. <laughs> so we definitely have a link to that, um, thevegnurse.com, correct? Yes. And if you're a nurse or someone who is interested in maybe learning more about it, what's, what's an email address they can use to reach you? Contact. Without an S, just contact at the veg. So it's T H E V E G nurse.com. All right. And a little along those lines, and this is for everyone that's out there, um, you know, yes, I run SoFlow Vegans, but my background is really in communications. And what has triggered for me during this time is that a lot of people are going to want to start creating, but they don't know where to start. So I'm, right now I'm going to be creating tutorials and videos and articles on some very simple things that people have always asked me. I get emails all the time, you know, how do I do this on, how do I tag somebody on Facebook? So I'll be creating these sort of guides as well as resources you can use to get started, as well as sharing some of the tools that I've collected over the last 20 years so people don't have to take a long time to figure out what to do. You know, things as simple as if you want to do your own podcast, if you want to make videos. 
So look out for that. I'll be putting, putting more information out in the future. First article I'm actually going to be releasing probably by the time this comes out is how to host a virtual conference or an online class because my background is also spent 14 years in education. Um, I want to help out my teacher friends as well. So look for content like that. It'll be integrated a little bit into SoFlow Vegans, but right now is the time. You know, you see with Alba, Jackie's been doing it. If you have a creative itch, now's the time to scratch it. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to figure out what you need. You now you know have resources, and you know get to it. And um, and then that's pretty much it. We want to thank you so much. Before we close off, any closing remarks? Anything? Any last? Any final words, um, Jackie? Yeah, I actually just want to piggyback on what you just said. Right now, you guys, we've got so much more time on our hand. And if you have this entrepreneurial spirit, this bug that you've always wanted to try it out, now is the time. And whatever you do, show up and love, you guys. Have an amazing time in this quarantine. Listen to all these podcasts. And we cannot wait to see you at the virtual expo coming up at the end of this month. Yes, thank you so much. This is going to be our intro to season number four. So thankful that we actually got a season four, guys. Woo! We did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and thank you all for listening right now. If you haven't done so already, subscribe. If you're listening to this on Amazon, Amazon, hear me, on Apple or any of those other platforms, leave a review. If you enjoy the episodes, let people know, share, spread the word. You know, your love is our currency. So thank you so much. And we look forward. Oh, the next episode. We can do this now. The next episode of the SoFlow Vegans podcast will be our part two with Dr. Neil Barnard. So be on the lookout for that. So before we go, where can we find you guys? All right, you guys, you can find me, Jackie, at Plant Chicks, P-L-A-N-T-C-H-I-C-S, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. You guys, we've got some fun TikToks out there. So please follow us, and we look forward to seeing you doing our 30-day Plant Chicks Challenge. And you can find me, The Veg Nurse, at the veg underscore nurse on Instagram. I am not on TikTok. I don't have time like Jackie to dance around, which I love, but however... <laughs> I have been invited by the Plant Chicks to do a couple of TikTok videos with them. So uh, watch out for those. You can also contact me at contact at thevegnurse.com or under SoFlo, A Mendez with a Z at the end at SoFloBegins with an S.com. And you can find me, my personal one is Lasaris at Lasaris, most places. And you obviously find SoFlo Vegans, SoFlo Vegans, pretty much everything. And guess what? We have a TikTok but there's nothing on it, but we'd have a TikTok. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. And um, yeah, and obviously, if you want to find more about the podcast, go to soulfulvegans.com slash podcast. And with that being said. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Instagram. That's the place to be. In case you can't see. All In sync. That's funny. All right, guys, our next episode is going to be with Dr. Neil Barnard, so make sure you tune into that, and we'll see you next time. You are listening to the SoFlo Vegans Podcast.